Mics are hot. Welcome to the new 91 Octane. We have a very special guest today, so let's just get right into it. This thing is a freaking monster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John, and you are looking at Carla Pistotnik. Welcome back. <laughs> thank you for having me you again. Know, thank you it's for coming again. We were just talking that the last time we spoke, we were at studio number two at Randy's house. Shout okay. out to Randy if you're still listening out there. Um, and now you're. it's the first time back to 91, the new 91 Octane Studios. And also you are my inaugural guest... For the new 91 Octane. Wow, that's, so, that's an honor right there. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. I am, I am. So so here's the thing. I am going to put you on the spot, Ooh. right? I am going to okay. put you on the spot because we, now we, we've had one week of the new 91 Octane. Okay. I, I know you've been in tune and in the know. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to pretend like I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, you have to know. Okay, How do right. you feel about the change? I'm excited for it. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I yeah. think it's unique. It's different. No one else is really doing it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I can tell you I'm very nervous about it. Okay. I, I mean, I get it. very nervous too. about it. I was like, you know, I'm kind of where I'm going with this. But anyway, we're doing it. We're, we've done it. And Committed. you're helping me inaugurate it, which is awesome. So naturally, okay. we're still going to talk about the headlines. We're going to go under the hood. But this time, we're going to start covering 91 Octane headlines from here on out. So... We'll still cover news here and there, but as a reminder, for a lot of people that are falling for this April Fool's joke that I have going every day, it seems, <laughs> this is satirical. This is satirical automotive news. And on this podcast, we're going to be very honest about it. But on the surface, the website, the Instagram, all social media, it's a satirical news website, guys. It's not real, at least not completely. Make sure you're asking the questions. So, Carla, you're going to help me out with the headlines this week. And the first one in those headlines is F F1 will put up barriers with viewing holes in Las Vegas and charge $1,500 per hole. <laughs> the motivation behind this particular headline is that they were actually charging businesses for, that were on the strip or on the course $1,500 per seating capacity. What? Just really? because of where they were located, which I thought was ridiculous, right? How are they going to come into their city and charge them? Exactly. That's exactly. And it's per seating capacity. So it's 1,500 times, say you've got a little small venue with 150 person seating capacity, they're paying $225,000. What? That's their entrance, entrance fee, right? Like, that's uh i don't even know what to say i didn't know that that's yeah no that was the actual headline and in my head i'm thinking like this is something that i feel like i would post satirically Uh but it's actual news so what if i own a condo because there's a bunch of condos nearby it's only businesses okay so they were only getting businesses but even then like right like tacos of gordo let's think about that it might not be on the the actual location it won't be them but, you know, let's assume, right, you've got a small p- spot like that on the strip. Like, you're really going to extort these people for money? I just don't see. Yeah, that just doesn't really. I don't know. Does Long Beach Grand Prix do that? Do that no, no, no way. No, no I way. Don't think so. although, the, although the Long Beach Grand Prix doesn't really go through businesses. Like, 
well, I guess it does. It goes by, there's a couple restaurants. There's a couple restaurants there, you're right. I got lunch there during <laughs> yeah. Crumb Free. So there's still, I don't know. I don't know, actually. But okay. I, I don't I don't think so, because I think it would have been news if they had done that for sure. And yeah. so do you think, now here's another question. Like, do you think if they did make viewing holes, right? They put up barriers, <laughs> they made holes, and charged people $1,500 each, would they sell out? I don't know for a fifteen hundred dollar price point. I don't know, but if it was like, you know, something affordable like twenty bucks, and let's say you get it for like, oh yeah, know, 10 but I mean twenty—that's unfair because for twenty, you're yeah, like you'll go watch like, you'll go watch an, a monkey peel a banana for twenty bucks. You know, like <laughs> I would do that, like because you're at the zoo, right? That's what it is. You're yeah. looking at animals through a hole. I mean, I'm sure in Vegas you can look at a lot of things for twenty dollars. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Touche. Yes, you're you're very right. Yeah, you can look at a lot of things in Vegas. But I don't for $20. know with inflation, it might be more like a hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and that's okay. So that, I guess that's a better question. Okay. So at what price point do you think? What price point do you think they could get away with? For the whole race. For the whole for the, whole, the whole weekend, weekend. the whole okay. weekend. But you're looking at it through a hole. <laughs> and how big is this hole? It's the it's as big as your face. Okay. That's... Yeah, yeah. It's as big as your face. So you can like you can kind of get a selfie in. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I I could see. Um, I guess I could see probably for F one people would probably be paying at least like five hundred dollars for it. I think you're right. Yeah, I that, think you're you right. Mean? I think okay. you're right. Like fifteen hundred dollars sounded ridiculous to me, which is why I chose that number. Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking as soon as I posted it, like okay. This could they could get away with this if they were scummy enough, which yeah. hmm, you know maybe they are, maybe they're not. But five hundred dollars, I think so. Yeah, I think there'd definitely be enough people. Yeah, willing to pay five hundred dollars. I that. think there'd be plenty, plenty of people. And especially if you're right next to the tracks. That's the advantage, right? I Exa- might pay five hundred. Yeah, yeah, you're getting that. the full experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've got yeah. the danger of. Yeah, you're right. I mean that. That was one of the big points why the post was believable. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, well, it, it is a little ridiculous that you're looking at it through a hole, mm-hmm. but you are also right next to the action. Yeah. Which is rare. Yeah, I don't know. Are you planning or did you at any point when it was announced plan to go to F1 Las Vegas? I don't know about planning it, but I definitely looked into it because I was like, oh, Las Vegas, I could just drive there. Yeah, it's the backyard. You know, I have yeah. a couple of friends that were like, yeah, we can, let's just go. Yeah. Looked up the ticket prices. Like, probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. and, ever. Like, that's just. Yeah. And I, I considered it even after the ticket prices. Okay. But it wasn't when I started until I started looking at the hotel prices. Oh. Right. That yeah, I was like, it. okay, this doesn't make sense. Because it, it was at the time, I don't know where it is now. I imagine it's more expensive. But this was six months ago at least. Maybe less. Whenever they started selling them. And the hotels were more expensive than the tickets to see the race. Oof. So I was going to pay more money in hotels. Even like the motel even, Well, I mean, no, not really. I was trying to avoid that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't <laughs> Wouldn't, yeah. like Motel Six sometimes is okay, but like yeah. the Vegas ones, no. Yeah, no, it's re- like there's there's the, those are your twenty dollar viewing holes at Motel Six. <laughs> yeah, you like, can yeah. see a lot at the Motel Six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. not gonna work. So staying on the F one topic, 
uh, and talking about racing, mm-hmm. is Verstappen's dominance good for Formula One? Uh, man, my personal opinion is I would say no. Okay. I've seen... Cause yeah, you know, I've been watching F one since I was a kid, off and on, not like consistently. I'm not like a you know one Yeah, diehard. Yeah, yeah, I like watching it, but I've also gone through life too and sometimes I've you know, missed several years of it or whatever. Right. But who's who's uh who's your team? I don't I don't have a team. You don't have a team. I don't I'm one of those people I don't have uh, sports teams, I don't have like Oh really? You know, yeah, I don't a driver? I, I like drivers. Okay. I like, like sports players i like drivers who's your who are your drivers then i mean i grew up watching michael schumacher oh okay okay i mean i guess you could say my but let's let's stay with active oh active active active? yeah i don't know i don't know if i have like a i have a top one right now uh uh, i mean i don't know how we would i guess uh how would we say this? I would say right now Alonso is Al- probably one of, oh, okay. one of my favorite. I don't know if I could say he's my favorite, but I would say he's probably at the, yeah. the top. I think a lot of us are rooting for him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty cool, like, just seeing how much he believes in himself. Oh, and for throughout sure. the years, even driving with, like, the really bad yeah. teams. And even stuff. Taylor Swift believed in him for a little while. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you weren't plugged into the news. Oh, I, like, there was a rumor yeah. floating around that he was dating Taylor Swift. Did you know this? No, I didn't know this. So for a short while, there was a rumor going around that he was dating Taylor Swift. And uh, they asked him on the grid, is it true that you're dating Taylor Swift? And he stayed quiet, just kind of gave like a like a smile. Oh. And that really fed into the whole rumor. It wasn't okay. true at all, but it fed into the entire rumor of that. He didn't so. decline it. He didn't decline it at okay. all. I mean, he was enjoying the... I guess the notoriety that comes with that. (laughs) But yeah, Alonzo, what about, uh, I don't know, what what are your opinions on, I guess, what used to be the one and two, Verstappen and Hamilton? Okay, Verstappen is hands down a very talented driver. Right. No one can take that away from him. Um, Do you root against him? No, I don't root against him. Okay. Um, Do you root against anybody? Yeah. Yeah? I just something about george russell i really don't like oh <laughs> yeah i could see that yeah i could see that yeah and a lot of women out there are probably gonna hate me if i say that i i'm not a norris fan either oh really yeah i mean uh, he's a great driver don't don't get me wrong. oh yeah for sure yeah yeah i mean sometimes it's just a thing i just can't, with his personality i can't really yeah. i'm not too familiar with his personality um I, I guess during like the Ricardo days. Oh, okay, I okay. Like I just kind of grown to really not like him. He just seemed got a little, it. Uh, I don't know what the word would be. I don't know if I have a great word for him. But <laughs> pompous. Leave it at that. Yeah. 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 It's sort of same thing with uh, George Russell. Yes, but which is why I don't like. Him. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But let's go back to the original oh, question: yeah. Verstappen's dominance. Sorry, that was totally me. <laughs> Off topic. Yeah, Verstappen's dominance. You you said that it's not good for Formula One. Yeah, because oh, wait, here's the thing: most people nowadays watching Formula One don't know anything about racing. Yeah. So, but what gets them riled up is if there's action. There's going back and forth. You know, there's people 
They like to see drama. So they like to see people beefing. If Verstappen is constantly winning, yeah. he doesn't beef with anyone. He he likes everyone. Yeah. It, but he doesn't like people that are beating him. Yeah, of course. So if someone could beat him consistently or they're neck and neck, I think that would be fantastic. For, not only for Formula One, but for racing in general, too. I am in complete agreement. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're totally right. It's... Uh, you start. You sort of. I've gotten to a point where I'm not watching the first position anymore. Right. I'm watching yeah. to, to the end. Whoever finishes. Right. Top. Maybe like two through ten. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Points. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. so I, it's. Uh, but then it's kind of like. At first I was because I'm a Red Bull guy. Okay. So at first I was like, this is awesome. Then it's like, okay, I'm getting kind of tired. Like it's just too much. Yeah. And even the gap between him and Checo, which is a whole other story. Yeah, right. But, yeah, it's just, oh, man, it'd be so much nicer if the racing was closer. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that Hamilton can make a comeback. I think it's possible. But... If Mercedes gets their things together? Yeah. What Do you know any of the news on, like, the latest on that? Because I haven't kept up with Mercedes. Uh, I mean watching a few things like a couple months ago i know they're making some changes but i'm not really the person to like report on this yeah well not, <laughs> yeah. like watching every yeah. video that comes out and like i mean i watch a couple like instagram pages right instagram has been done wonders for keeping me up to date with mm-hmm. like the things that i'm like surface level fan of okay yeah um well although i feel like i've crossed over into like serious f1 fandom now okay because of that right on but but yeah, it, it seems like they they're promising that they're making moves, but I don't know. It seems like they'll you know they'll make one big step forward and then they'll make like three steps backwards right after that. Yeah, yeah, they do, and I mean that's not gonna. I guess do you think it's gonna take Lewis leaving for him to get back? Possibly. Yeah. Hard to say, but I, I, at this but, point. But where would he go? Possible. I guess there weren't there rumors of him maybe going to Ferrari. There were, but yeah. those are supposedly gone now. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Right. I think that was probably the last that I. How would you it. feel? This is impossible, but how would you feel about a Verstappen Hamilton one two at Red Bull? I definitely don't think it would work. They, the the personalities would clash. Hundred percent. Yeah, work. it would probably be like the greatest single season ever, <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> that's the only thing that happens if they yeah. make it a season. I uh, I don't know. I'm not sure that that would make it a season even. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking the same thing. Like, so, I don't like, know. To drive with Verstappen, you have to be really good. Yeah, but you can't be better than him. And you have to drive how the, how he likes the car to be set up, which is... Why do you a, say that? Uh, which part the car is set up? Or no, like being him. better than him. Well, he's obviously their number one. Like, I know that, I know, like, that the whole Verstappen family are, like, sore losers. I mean, we've seen that. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, but... But he also doesn't, like, losing, not winning isn't even in his... Oh, yeah, yeah. Realm of, 
he doesn't believe it until I guess it happens. Yeah. Right. And Checo's won a few. Mm-hmm. Right. But did you notice the dynamic when Checo was exactly? Him? Yeah. And that's that's when I really started recognizing that more than anything. Yeah. And and that's what I mean by the family too, because even his dad was behaving in a certain way whenever Checo came out on top. I'm, I'm I might be more of a conspiracy person with F1, but it seems that um, Checo's car started to. <laughs> Or he started falling off significantly more after he was beating Verstappen. Oh. And maybe they were just testing like next year's, you know, because that's what they do, right? The second car is testing the following year's development. Right, 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 yeah. And so, um, you know, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, and, and, then, and there's there's actually a big, com- like online, there's a big conversation on this, okay. right? The conspiracy of... Does he not have a good enough car? And I think you bring up a good point that doesn't get talked about a lot in that the second car does get used for development. Right. Right. That's where you're going to test these. You're not going to test things on Verstappen's car. 100%. Yeah. You're and not. People don't understand that yeah. they, it's the same team, but the two cars are not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But now the question there is it makes it much easier to sabotage the situation mm-hmm. if you have that access. So you're in the camp that thinks maybe they. Either okay, do you think it was on purpose or strict? The development led to this. Well, here's the thing: this was happening towards at the beginning of the year, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So they didn't have the huge points lead that they do now, like Verstappen. Right. Um, so, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, they were pretty close in points. Oh, they were up to a certain point. Yeah, yeah. they absolutely were. And then, he got to a point where people were talking about, oh, he might surpass. Right. You're right. And then Ferrari wasn't too far behind either, points-wise. So from the team perspective, um, that's quite a risk for Red Bull. It's better for them to have one driver... You know, with a huge points lead, because then Ferrari or whoever, you know, other teams have don't have a chance to catch up. Yeah. Um, oh right. man, you're like you're you're really litigating this right now. And but- here's another point <laughs> <laughs> to add some gasoline on that fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you also sacrifice the following year's development, right? So if they invest heavily in Checo's year this year, they're sacrificing the development. For next year which maintains red bull's dominance going forward into the future yeah this is like you are making me feel like a professional outfit right now with this analysis <laughs> <laughs> these are only the things that i think about this this is really good these are really really good points all in a single paragraph because i've <laughs> like you hear things separately but that's a really really good point and i think they're doing so well that w- you could rationalize, hey, they have a gap to play with. They don't need to develop as hard. Right. But the mentality of a champion is always, how do I get better? It's never, I'm, I'm up by this much so I can, I can take the finger off the, or the foot off the throttle. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out how to hit more, right? That's why we have steroids in sports. Yeah. And this is why we have budgets in F1. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> oh Red Bull will just do all of it because they can they have the money for it right but so does to. mercedes yeah but i guess they i don't know what they're what they're struggling with but i guess yeah. they just don't have the same they don't have adrian newey i think that's that, that that might be it although they've taken some team members but let's move into our next headline right. <laughs> in a huge blow to the takeover scene moms all over the country have stopped paying leases for their adult children <laughs> so it's the only way to stop <laughs> 
takeovers. Oh no, what's going on here? It looks like we got uh some glitches. Anyway, so yeah, um they needed to be stopped. Uh the situation for takeovers is actually getting worse. I don't know if you know. I don't know. So it's actually getting worse. So at, at, at when I do this stuff, I start looking you know the stuff up a little more. And there are a lot more takeover a lot more takeover news coming out with shootings. People okay. literally dying at these things. So it's like drag racing in the 90s? Yeah. Well, okay, so that's what I this is exact you like read my mind cuz this is where I went to because the like 30 year old in me is like rabble rabble these kids right you shouldn't be on the street messing around but there was a time in our age maybe my age i don't know your history where late night we were on the street you know street racing street racing hondas Mm -hmm. um it did get to a point where there where it became like gang affiliated and there were shootings yeah so it do you draw a serious connection between the 90s street racing scene and the taking over, takeover scene of current? Well, here's the thing. I don't I'm not too familiar with the takeover scene as of the current status. So yeah. prob- I'm like I guess my last experience with it would be maybe 7 8 years ago when I had a shop in Compton and I was working there late at night and the takeovers were happening right in front of the shop. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that that was my last was, experience but that was a while ago. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's gotten much bigger since. Okay. I'm yeah. Sure. So now, I mean, it's there's always been like a level of like hooning on the street in general. Mm-hmm. Um but so did these takeovers from your experience, like just go all night or was it like 30 minutes and then they were out? Mm, they definitely lasted a lot longer than I would say they do now. Okay. Because um, in Compton, I mean, there's there's real crime happening. Yeah. There weren't, unless someone's dying, which I guess the people are dying now. Yeah. Which sucks, but the cops weren't going to be coming for that because they had... What, and what time was this at? Like where when three a.m. two. Oh, okay. Wait, so how did, you were at the shop at three a.m.? Yeah, almost every night. Oh, what? Doing yeah. what? <laughs> trying to fix my broken race car. Oh my god! <laughs> trying to make races. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so they weren't stopping a significant amount of traffic then. No, it, there no one was on the road. See, that's I mean, a difference from then until now. Oh, okay. Because now it's happening like at 10 p.m. I see. And they're literally blocking intersections and preventing people from moving through. And if you do move through, they've lit cars on fire. They've like literally broken cars, like breaking windows and jumping on hoods and roofs. Whoa. It's gotten so chaotic. Okay, that sounds pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. I think what the difference between the 90s street racing scene and even including like that early takeover scene and now is sort of the brazenness of really not caring or assuming there is no authority really is what is what it's gotten to correct me if i'm wrong the 90s street racing days like there there were people getting shot but it was drama between people there you know it was it wasn't like random people getting shot or harmed by these no and i um, this is a theory of mine because like i started going i started going to the scene like late 90s into the early 2000s so i was on the tail end of the excitement 
And what I saw from the little that I was participating is there was like a sudden shift from just sort of like the car enthusiast racer and shifting into like mix intermixing with like gang life. And so you would get a lot of like betting on races and like people kind of flaking on payment and then that would cause fights. Okay. Right. And then, you know, there was one, probably one event where somebody pulled a gun and now everybody's bringing guns. Right. So it kind of got to that. But the news was mostly around crashes, although there were some shootings. It wasn't as bad as I'm seeing it now where like I could pull any given week and any given week I can give you five different events in which this happened. At least now, currently. Yeah, that's, I mean, that seems a lot worse than in that case. Yeah, yeah, but then in my head, I'm like, am I, when I'm explaining this to you, like, am I explaining the parts that confirm my own bias about the situation? And this is just, it, it is it the same as the 90s? It's kind of hard to say without being there, but. It's hard, too, because I have a bias towards the 90s street racing days. You know, it's kind of nostalgic for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I was... I'm obviously I was really young back then, but you know that was kind of like wow, that's the hardcore. You know, like those guys yeah. are intense. They buy know? NOS bottles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, that's, yeah, those are the people that I wanted to be. You know, yeah. So like, I mean, were you already in California? Yeah, mostly. Mostly the tail end of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, to put it in perspective for anyone that didn't grow up in SoCal. And I've talked about this before, like the the street racing scene was so big and so massive and got into so many different areas that I had teachers that would walk through campus with their NOS bottles. What? They were total show offs, (laughs) but like even our teachers were in Integra's EM1 SIs with like turbos and boost. And we had some students that were involved in the scene, too. And it was just out in the open, right? It wasn't, you know, during the day, it wasn't anything illegal. And then at night, you knew there were spots and certain spaces where people were going to run. What is your, like, your most fond memory of the 90s street racing scene? Well, I don't, that's a good question. Because I wasn't really that involved um, at all. I was probably too young and also disconnected from it so yeah like 90s i wasn't really that familiar with but like early 2000s early 2000s yeah i was a little involved i guess so, yeah um that's more nostalgic for me but it, i guess i don't know if it was just the people that i was around but like like you said everyone was kind of involved i didn't have any teachers that were carrying around nods bottles <laughs> It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't. He was kind of obnoxious. But I yeah. I would have been more engaged in school if I had that. But. Yeah, yeah. No, we everybody thought he was like the king on campus. <laughs> yeah. And he had he what he didn't even have a GSR. It was like the LS VTech mm-hmm. like LS uh Integra. But yeah, he he had his bottles and his whole I mean so st- I had some teacher another teacher that had the TVs in the headrest with his name in the front, Ooh, like okay. you know, like the whole whole interior is done. Did teachers uh, get paid more back then? I do. I don't know. So that teacher <laughs> worked at Olive Garden in the afternoons. Oh my gosh! That that the world has not changed at all okay, in terms all right. of teacher pay uh, at all. But yeah, somehow they managed. Okay, well, somehow he's they managed two jobs. He's probably 
making bets on the street races. Yeah. Oh, them. yeah. There was a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And that was talked about at school a lot, too. Like, the losses and the wins and who got money and who didn't. And it got to a point where, I mean, this has always been the case in racing, but, like, shops were building cars. And then there was some hotshot street racer that knew how to drive. And so he would take the seat. Like, it got to it got where it was, like, not professional, but strategic. Okay. Right? You weren't driving your own car. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it was. I mean, it was. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's just that the whole scene was, you're right. Like, the more I talk about it now, I'm like, the takeover scene is nothing like the 90s uh, street racing scene. Yeah. And then it's just too much. It. I, I'm not a fan of it. Not at all. At all. Yeah. Especially it's too people, destructive. Especially if they're harming um, random, non-affiliated people. Yeah. That's the problem with crime in Los Angeles right now, too. Oh, yeah. It's just, everything is just so random. Yeah. Although it doesn't seem like a lot of shops are getting hit for burglaries now versus like home burglaries. Yeah. Which was the thing back in the day. But but yeah, let's move into our next headline. Government warns alien UFOs equipped with three spoon engines and on top of that, three T-66 turbos with NOS and a Motec system exhaust. Do you know where half that quote is from? Yeah, I would I would say that's probably with all the UFO stuff going on right now <laughs> yeah. that like no one's surprised about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do, uh, I guess that's a good question, non-car related question. Are you a believer? Oh, I mean, I you are I, from Nebraska. Has nothing ever happened out there? No, I mean, not that I know of. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess if they have, like, if there's government people coming out saying that they have all this stuff, and if that's legitimate, then... That's the part, if that's legitimate. Like, who do you believe now? I don't... And then, like, that's the thing, because it's like, since the pandemic, everyone's just like, no one knows what to believe anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, ev- everyone's so confused. I'm just like, well, they're saying... They're telling us that they have it. Yeah. But, and then no one's believing them. Yeah, it's right? Like, like the you would And I think that's that's it. why it's <laughs> keeping it like hard to believe. Yeah. Because you would expect news like that to like elicit some sort of strong reaction from the public. For the public to be like, right. "Oh my god, you know, like Will Smith was right and the men in black, you know, <laughs> like but it's it's not really it didn't really hit that way. They might as well have said this literally with the spoon engines inside. <laughs> I would have felt yeah. the same about it. I'm yeah, like, oh, exactly. Yeah. It's like, great that they're using the spoon engines. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh they're with it, man. It's yeah. uh it's wild. But yeah, it's it's uh I don't know. And so I've always, even before this, I've always thought it's just it just has to be. There has to be life out there of some in some sorts. I, I have no proof of that yeah. other than like what I read. But then now having like you know, people in Congress say, yeah, there are aliens and I've talked to people who've seen them and we have biologicals and whatever. And they're, the problem is that they use their lingo, too. So it's like, oh, well, what what does that mean? Like, yeah. what are biologicals? Like, what? I mean, I guess it could be an alien. Who knows? Just show us a video. Right. Right. Just- and then there's a lot of things that they can't say, too. So when they're having, you know, the Congress, uh, t- what do they call it? The hearings? The hearings? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, there's they get up to a certain point, and then they can't comment, or they can't say yeah. exactly. And then you're like, well... Okay, well, you're not giving me anything. 
you might as just tell me that they have three T sixty six turbos. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Like... yeah, although that would be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> now let's move to the Fast and the Furious because that's where this quote is from. How do you rate that movie? Well, which one? The first one, of course. Well, that's that's a banger. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is. There is like I, I feel like there's a there's a, a a light switch on the Fast and the Furious in the car community. Yeah. There's people that really love it and people that just are like, that's a stupid movie. Why are we doing this? I mean, in my own household, it's like. That. Oh, really? Yeah, Carlos gives me so much <laughs> smack for being a. I'm a huge fan. Like, yeah, me too. I know it's cheesy, but yeah. I love that it's cheesy. Uh, exactly. It's the only movie that I'll watch. Yeah, I don't have to think. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to like put any sort of brain power or effort into this. I just have to enjoy. What 90s street racing used to look yes. like, right? Yeah. You see that black S2K. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. I'm that's surprised. I'm gonna I need to take a note. Like, okay, I gotta ask Carlos <laughs> about this. I did not know that. Oh yeah. He's... It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, I don't know, he's a smart guy. He's not into like the cheesy stuff. Oh, he's an intellectual. Yeah, if he's not like learning about engineering principles or something, Uh, he's not really that interested in it. Engineering principles. Like, talk to him about F one, and he just won't stop. Okay. Type of racing. Okay, that's a soap opera in itself, though. So yeah. Oh god, that's funny. Okay, good, good. At what point in the saga did you fall off? (sighs) I would say after Tokyo Drift. Yeah, that's when it got wild. Mm -hmm. Like, four is when things kind of got like, what are... It became action movies and not car movies. I was kind of disappointed. I mean, I still watched them all. Yeah. Yeah, same here. But I was disappointed. Yeah, I have them all except for 10. Yeah. Yeah, which I probably shouldn't admit. But, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Uh, But, yeah, that's when I was like, okay, I'm watching this the same way that I watched, like, this transporter with Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. Right? That's what the movie became. Like, like I, a second movie that I watched. Oh, the, the transporter. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Those those movies are. St- it's like my dream job as a kid. <laughs> it's a car movie, right? That's yeah. that's a car movie. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it's very much, very similar, in yeah. terms of fast four and up and that movie. Yep. Your so your dream job is to transport like sensitive materials yeah and just be chased and have to just like race around the streets oh, that'd be so and cool that's like your do you how would you train for that i just probably drive crazy a lot i don't know yeah I mean, track days too you can test days but you'd have to put like like really slow cars on the track yeah to like create obstacles for you obstacles that are that would and random encounters yeah it's i mean i i don't encourage doing canyon runs but have you do. done any like stunt driving no, at any point? I no, I haven't. Oh, okay. I've always wanted to get into it, but yeah. um, I've been kind of told that it's hard to. I mean, you can pay for the classes or whatever and get your licensing and stuff, but I've been. But like told getting parts? Like, no, like actually getting hired for you know a stunt gig or whatever. Oh, that's what I mean. Like actually getting oh, right. jobs is 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 really hard. So I hear, yeah. But I imagine like for. Are there a lot of women stunt drivers then too? Even because I know that side of the world is even harder. Maybe I don't. I'm. I don't know. That's yeah. Yeah. Do they have redheaded female stunt drivers out there, there? Oh, there you go. Maybe that's yeah. My yeah. I, I guess know. we need to we need to check how many actresses there are. Yeah. Like redheaded actresses. 
<laughs> and then find the you know you gotta find the good ratio <laughs> and then always go for those parts yeah because yeah there was a point in my life where i'm like man being a stunt driver would be really cool like to yeah, just do I mean, that i mean like nowadays you can't really make money in racing unfortunately like no matter what level you're at yeah kills my childhood dreams but um here we are so i mean stunt driving or just doing like commercials and stuff like i i tried to get down that road a little bit but like um, commercials yeah i started well commercials and auditioning for like tv shows and stuff like that okay i was just trying to find ways to like get my at, name out. as an actress or as a driver uh more of like a personality oh a dri- okay a driver that is a personality on a show or whatever. Oh, okay. Like yeah. what what auditions have you been on? Um there I've done multiple auditions for um multiple shows of that have a very similar idea behind it where it's just um like you get a bunch of different car people or you know, I was like the racer, right? So like there okay. was a couple of people auditioning for like the racer um part of the show or whatever right. and then they just i guess do certain things together kind of like a reality tv show but for car people right and you know they just they, i guess they never get funding or it, it never works oh out. so it never even gets off the ground right yeah. oh but that's how i met a couple of cool people through that too through, through going on those auditions. auditions what's an audition like um i mean you, you go to hollywood um, and you meet with a lot of people. Um, you kind of just hang out, um, and depending on what the show is for, you might be given a certain situation. And you just they want to see how you interact together with people. Um, oh, since this was, these were like reality shows. They didn't give you like scripts. Oh, and you have to read the yeah, that's what or, I was gonna ask too. Yeah, I didn't have to do anything like that. I didn't have to do any acting or anything. Oh, what if you had to do some acting? Could you pull that off? I'd give it a shot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Have you ever done any acting? No, not really. Okay. I mean, I guess for work sometimes I'll do like recorded videos, and there's certain things I have to say. Yeah. Um, but it, other than that, it's not really acting. Yeah, like my like when I got my first like corporate job, probably until I was which was 25, probably until I was like 32, I was acting the whole time. That's cool. Right. Like that's I, I don't know if that's how it was for you, but like like I've I just just to fit into that world. Like oh, it wasn't like, me. Fake it till you make it. Fake, yeah. Oh, kind I of thought fit. you meant you were working. On no, like I that. was like working on like, you know, speaking a certain way oh, and, okay. you know, kind of how to to sound like a CEO or whatever. You know, I have friends that are a lot older than I am. And a lot oh, okay. of them say that it, it's like that. Like no one really knows what they're doing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I found that out, too. Of, acting in a way I yeah guess. everyone's kind of winging it you know mm-hmm. that's a really really good point but let's get into our next headline okay. dealership owner wishes he didn't have to charge markups but claims they are necessary to pay the dealer markup on his ferrari <laughs> so the first question is would you um I can find my cursor here would you pay a markup in general absolutely not no no it's so you've never paid over msrp for a car I've only bought one new vehicle before. Yeah. And I paid like, I think, 12K under MSRP. Wow. Yeah. How long ago was this? 2018. And it wasn't for oh. myself. It was for, I was starting a business, transporting business. So I needed a truck. 
Oh. And I have my old truck, but I wanted something that is going to be brand new and I right. warranty and stuff. So I bought. I, I don't. I don't really like spend a whole lot of money on myself. So yeah. That one made sense. Right. It's making yeah. you money. That right. that was more of a tool than yeah. like yeah. Yeah, I'm really like crafty with how i spend money and markup is something that i'm not gonna yeah i'm the same way i'm very frugal Mm -hmm. like well in certain ways right it's kind of hard to say that when you're a car person you can i mean you we maybe i'm justifying you get it right like (laughs) i think you're in the world so you get it but then it's it's contradictory to be a car enthusiast and also frugal so if you talk to a financial advisor and you yeah. tell them how much money you spend on cars, they're going to be like, exactly. what is wrong? You have how many cars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's probably the only part of my finances where whenever I'm looking at stuff, I'm like, yeah, that's stupid. But I, but I, it makes me happy. So That and if you get a good deal on it, in, in my opinion, it's justifiable. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you can always sell it for either what you right. bought it or more. Yeah. Right. That's the goal. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the goal. But with new cars, that's you can't do, can't that. do that. No. And so now we're in a trend where all all sports cars come with a markup, like all, anything meaningful, even the Nissan Z, which I mean I would say middle of the road. Even nowadays, with even nowadays, and that's the reason that was a big and... reason why they didn't sell, why okay. they didn't make a lot of noise. One, the supply wasn't there, so they couldn't send a lot of them to the dealerships. And then the dealerships put, like, stupid markups on them. So they didn't do well. How much was the markup? Uh, I mean, we were you were hearing, like, $50,000, $75,000, yeah, on these cars, which doesn't make sense. I don't know yeah. why. Like, maybe they didn't want to sell them. They just wanted to continue to use them to drive people to buy other cars because that's what they use some of these, you know, big names for. But, yeah, I don't know. So, so markups... Unless legislation is put in place to say okay, you're not allowed to, allow to charge the consumer markups, which will never happen because it's free market capitalism. Right. Um, it's, it's here to stay. Right. So let's say you're in a position to buy a new car. Um, what car would you be willing of the current you know, cars out there? What car would you be willing to pay a markup for? Do I have to be able to afford it? Uh, no, no. Okay. You okay. have the means for any car that you choose. Okay. Yeah. GT3 RS. Oh, or yeah. Or GT2 RS. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's that's a <laughs> that's a good pick and probably an easy pick. Yeah. I probably, I I didn't really have one in mind. I forced myself not to think about it because I wanted to think about it here. Okay. And as soon as you said that, I was like, that was a stupid question because. <laughs> I think everybody, all of us, would pick that car. And there is a markup on that car. Yeah. I mean, at MSRP, I think it's like 300 k but you, you're not going to find one for under half a mil right now. Ouch. We'll get there. We'll get there, Carla. We'll get there. Maybe if I start doing commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you start getting those. Are you still auditioning for commercials? No, and stuff? I haven't in a long time. But yeah. I've been thinking about, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, you should. in the future to look into. Yeah. We'll no, that'd be cool. Yeah. Or maybe don't tell me. And then like, and then I'll watch TV one day and I'm like, yo, that's Carla. That's Carla. <laughs> Is that a redhead <laughs> driving that car? <laughs> no oh, face, but red yeah. hair. <laughs> oh, she didn't have any speaking parts. All right. Oh. We'll get it on the next one. All right. Now into our last headline, Whistling Diesel. This one is literally hot off the press. 
whistling diesel burns Ferrari F8 in hopes to get enough views to accomplish his true dream of burning a Ferrari F40. Let me pull it up so you can see it. So, uh, whistling diesel, I don't know if you're familiar, some YouTube guy. Um, he took a Ferrari F8 and started driving it around. Oh, and I'm so glad I'm asking you this question. He drove it through a field which looks like a like a like a cornfield that has already been cropped. Okay. Um, and so he's driving the Ferrari through there, and the rotors catch some of like the dry shrubbery, and it catches fire. And the F8 is gone in a few hours. I mean, it's down to nothing. What? You can look it up. It's down to rubble. Okay. And when you watch the video, it's sort of presented as an accident. Mm. But in my head, the first thought I had was, okay, I know enough about this guy that, to know that he grew up in this environment. And if I feel if I, like if I would have grown up in a field with tractors and such, I would know that this might happen. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, how could you not know that that would happen? Right? I feel like it's just, you just automatically think, oh, wow, I'm driving a car through fuel, basically. Yeah. Like, this stuff is going to catch fire so easily. I mean, I've seen it happen at Bun Willow. Right, exactly. It it, yeah, without off road and there's, you know, vegetation. It's, yeah. It can happen. And so this guy also has a reputation for just destroying cars. He destroyed an R32 just for shits and giggles. So he's one of those guys that said, I don't know that that was going to happen because yeah. you can't prove it. Yeah. But... I don't know that he even goes that far. I think he just lets you kind of think for yourself. He just doesn't say anything either way. Mm-hmm. But there are people that believe this was truly an accident. Whereas I feel like this guy's sole mission has been like go viral through destroying cars and make more money in that process. Which, if it's a work, it's if it's a formula that works for him, it works. Yeah, again, I guess he would get a lot of shares. Yeah, I mean, case, yeah, so. he went he went viral for this. This is why I'm posting about it because I was like, what the hell? Like, I mean, and the van that they were using to follow the car, the camera van, also caught fire. <laughs> so he lost the like a minivan and the Ferrari. Hmm. So, what? <laughs> If we just talk about the Ferrari, I give you a lot right now in terms of its history. Let's forget that. But let's just talk about lighting a Ferrari on fire for for views, right, to go viral. Do you think that's disrespectful? Do you think it's cool? What are your opinions? Okay, so I'm I'm a – I would say I'm a Ferrari fan for sure. Okay. Growing up as a kid, that's always been my dream. Same. Uh, I used to work. For Ferrari. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, in college, I worked at the dealership in Newport Beach. Oh, how was that? What did you do for them? Coolest job I've ever had. Oh, man. I didn't do anything important. I was literally the front desk receptionist. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Was Why like, was it the coolest job? I, I mean, you think about it. You go to work and you're surrounded by Ferraris. Um, I met some of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. Oh, okay. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, I don't know, it was just... It was really inspiring working there. Okay. Uh, my boss was really cool. He's still the GM there. Wow. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I imagine being around all that affluence kind of motivates you. Like, oh, this is... But it's a next level of affluence. Because 
um, what I learned working there because at the time they also had the Maserati dealership. Okay. And so I would split time working there, the Maserati dealership and the Ferrari dealership. Oh, okay. Absolutely could not stand the people that would come into the Maserati dealership. I, yeah, that makes so much sense. And especially if they came up to the dealership in like a brand new BMW or something like, uh, they're just, all of them were like very, uh, just nasty people better really? than you they would treat you so terribly oh really oh yeah and the, the expectations they're just like they treated you and everyone else that worked there um like you were lesser than them and that you were just lucky to have them in your existence right really however at the ferrari dealership those people the clients that would get the ferrari dealership could literally all of the money that these people at the Maserati dealership had is like their lunch money. They have so much money. At the oh, Maserati okay. Yeah. Dealership. Right. Just more money than you can ever imagine. Yeah. What the type of people have buying a Ferrari there. And they were so cool. All of them down to earth. Most of them like you're dressed better than they are. Oh, right. Okay. So uh, I caught a little bit of this working at like Starbucks. Okay. Cafes. You, as you get to know people, you sort of, start to understand who has real money and who has like i can kind of afford irvine money Mm -hmm. and uh and that was it's exact the exact difference and the people that had like legit legit money almost like hobos yeah almost almost yeah i mean there are are celebrities that come in too like oh uh, that's different patrick dempsey would come in a lot oh yeah he's like a big car guy yeah yeah um anyway like you just meet like the down to, the the bougie ones would go shop at the LA Ferrari uh, yeah. dealership, but we would get like the down to earth cool ones. Okay, yeah, but yeah. But anyway, to circle back to your question about yeah, yeah. Ferrari, <laughs> um, burning a Ferrari for um, IG hype or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I find that disrespectful. Yeah, I vote disrespectful. Yeah, like now, let me ask you this: What if it was a Lamborghini? <laughs> oh, you set me up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lambo burning. No. <laughs> well, no. the reason why I ask is that I feel the same way. Okay, I don't know why I feel like that. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it's just I think it's I think it's because we grew up with Ferraris. Yeah, like Ferrari has, and it's 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 a little obnoxious, but Ferrari has a, that like an elegant race car driverness about it. Yeah, right. Where a Lamborghini is. Like the you would expect, like the Maserati folks. It's the it's the young, flashy. You want to yeah. make a statement car, right? exactly. I would yeah. totally drive a Lamborghini if I could. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Turn that down. Yeah. So not knocking on you know if anyone's trying to donate a Lamborghini or anything, <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. But um, I mean, it just doesn't have that same presence as Ferrari. The history of Ferrari. I mean, that's why, like. Everyone that works at Ferrari. Whenever we had anyone in corporate from Ferrari come into the dealership, oh yeah. my gosh, we were stressing for weeks. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And we like, I had to look a certain way. Oh. Everyone. And there could not be like a speck of dust anywhere. We had to be on our top game. Was this like Italy offices or U.S. corporate? No, uh, they would come in from Italy. Oh, so yeah. these were, oh, okay. And these... no matter what we tried to do, they would still just completely trash us. Really? Why? I don't know. On, based on what? Like, <laughs> they're Italian. <laughs> they're, they're Italian, and I don't know. I, I don't know. Because um, I, I was 
not an important person at all there so i wasn't really like privy to the details yeah um but yeah i don't know they're just that heritage the presence um lamborghini doesn't really have that but they have their own kind of pre you know i guess uh marketing presence if you will yeah yeah so i didn't know that buy a lambo to get attention right so if you light one on fire you know, you're, you're just still playing into attention. it. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, now that's because I asked myself that question. I was like, oh yeah, should have been. It should have been a Lamborghini. If you're uh, driving a Ferrari, you're driving it because you really want to drive it. Oh yeah, I actually did an autocross uh, that they were having with like supercars, and they had a Lamborghini and a Ferrari. And of course, I picked a Ferrari. It was a four five eight um, that I got to drive. I took ten laps around an autocross course in. Santa Anita Park. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it was really fun, and they had an instructor that went with you. Okay. At the time, like I had already, I had already gotten into like track life a little bit, so I could push a car and feel like where the edge was a little bit. So I start just carving this car, and he's like, "Oh, you're putting on a show." I'm like, "Oh, thank you for saying that. Like, that's cool." And then at the end, I get out of the car, and he's like, "You know, like it's weird. Like, whenever I go out with Ferrari, with the Ferrari, I always get the drivers, and whenever I go with the Lamborghini." I'm like crawling through this course. Yeah, that I would believe that. Yeah, so it kind of aligns with our own beliefs. I mean, it's more confirming our own biases, but but yeah, I mean that that's that's sort of the relationship. I think I don't. I couldn't. I mean, I would drive a Lamborghini, but I'd probably enjoy it for a few weeks and then sell it. Mm. I don't okay. see myself keeping one long term. Would you be able to keep one long term? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess if I had enough money to afford one, I'd probably keep it for like a year or okay two, and then sell it and get something else yeah i remember randy mentioning his dentist had a ferrari and there would people like people would just like sit in his seat and take pictures at a, like a uh like a gas station whenever yeah. and it wasn't like you know the top of the line ferrari either i don't remember what it was would you be able to put up with that well i guess you don't drive it very frequently yeah. Um, that is pretty annoying. I'd probably tint it out so they can't see who's driving it and then try to avoid, like, putting gas in it or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just walk into the gas station with yeah. some jugs. <laughs> Got to drive my Ferrari this weekend. <laughs> you know, I might have some fuel at home or something I can put in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's to be expected. But you get that driving, like, a GT3 RS also. Yeah. So it kind of just depends what area you're in and... Jeez. Okay. Well, man, we really carved out these headlines. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we really sat on them for a while. Uh, but those are your headlines. I think we can head straight into the head-to-head. Ooh. Yeah, that's where we're at. So what we had prepared for uh, this episode is um, we were going to go through the headlines. And at the end, I challenged Carla to a uh, car off where she was going to ask me, Five questions about the E36, and I was going to challenge the S2K guru to five questions about the S2000. I thought it was the M3, not specifically the E36. I thought it was the E36. Oh shoot! It's cool. It's cool. We'll do <laughs> okay. M3. We'll do. I'm. 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 I'm adaptable. Okay. We'll do this. <laughs> I will do this. Yeah. Uh, you might be right, actually. Now that you say it. Okay. I don't know. I'm tripping now. 
Oh, we'll look up. We'll look up the receipts later. But okay. anyway, I'm adaptable. <laughs> we'll we'll figure this out. Okay. So what's gonna happen is we're gonna do a multiple choice face off. Um, Carla, you will do the honors of starting us off. Ooh, okay. We're gonna go one for one up to five, and whoever has the most points at the end of five questions wins yeah. and is the reigning champion of the car off. At least until the next time we do this. <laughs> and I've been so nervous about this all week. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like, what? Like, I kind of was too. And I told myself, oh, you should start, like, at least look up the Wikipedia page. Oh. And I didn't. I'm realizing <laughs> okay, right now. Good, I okay, <laughs> okay, all good, right. Good, good. Right. So we're going on sh- straight freestyling off the dome here. Ooh. Okay, okay, so you you can kick us off. But I almost feel bad now because not they're not all E thirty six questions. They're that's fine. That, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. That's okay. fine. We'll figure it out. I was, you know, it'd be rude of me to win anyway. So <laughs> now I have an excuse. Uh, no way. <laughs> You're not gonna let me win. Yeah, right. That's what they. All I'm not say. gonna let you win. Okay. But if but if I lose, I'm gonna be like, well, you know, you kind of you kind of flipped it on me at the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, there's no excuse for me losing, though. No, there isn't, because this is all S2000. I know. And which yeah. I, I'm not like the person that really, you know, memorizes every little detail. I just like... Yeah, I think I in general, them. we're not we're not like... I've picked up stuff because I've lived with the car for so long, but I'm not like super chassis code about everything. You know, I okay. kind of... And I think we're similar in that, in that yeah. way. So I tried to formulate my questions fairly. So I think you should be good. <laughs> like he's going to ask me pink codes or something. <laughs> no way. No way. Because I, w- I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I w- other than my own pink codes, I wouldn't know pink codes. All right. So. Man, I might have gone too hard on you. Take, that- <laughs> <laughs> take it away. Take it away. It's up to you right now. All right. Well, I'll start off here. Okay. Okay, so who manufactured the E46 M3 six-speed transmission? A, ASIN, B, X-Track, C, GetTrack, or D, none of the above, it was manufactured in-house by BMW? Oh, I really thought I knew this, and the answer I had in my head was not was not read. Mm. So tell me those answers again. ASIN, B, X-Track, C, GetTrag, or D, none of the above, manufactured by BMW in-house. C, GetRag. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Because there's only two. It only would have been GetRag or ZF. I was trying to... You know, maybe confuse you with the X track. Yeah, it's like close to Z. <laughs> that sounds too JDM for me. X track. Yeah, I don't know, but I got it. Okay. All right, now it's your turn. Oh shoot. Okay. When was the production version of the Honda S two thousand launched? The production version. A nineteen ninety five, B nineteen ninety nine, C two thousand four, or D two thousand nine. 1999. Ah, I knew it. In Tokyo. Oh, my God. Okay. We didn't get it in Tokyo. That's not extra points. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. They don't give us the good stuff. I was hoping that was enough of a spin, but you're right. You're right. No, so you do know all the facts. Well, I I mean, okay, 
I'm sure you started off with an easy one, so we'll we'll <laughs> we'll see how that goes towards number five. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, it does get progressively harder. Okay. Okay. All right. This one is E36. Okay. Okay. Focus, so. It's probably the one that I'm gonna get wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there were two designers of the E36 M3. Who were they? A. Pinky Lay and Boyk Boyer. B. Marcello Gandini and Giovanni Micholati. C. Henrik Fisker and Calvin Luke. Three answers. I can read them again if you want. Yes, please. Okay. A. Pinky Lai and Boyk Boyer. B. Marcello Gandini and Giovanni Micholati. Or C. Henrik Fisker and Calvin Luke. Uh, Boyer and the other guy. A. <gasps> wow. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to get this one. Um. Here was my here was my thought process through this question. Um, the Italian name was gave it away in terms of the design. They wouldn't mm. design the E thirty six the way that it looks. Okay. And then I know okay. who Henrik Fisker is. But he actually did design some BMWs. Oh, he did. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, I have the inside scoop. Oh. Okay. Um, I think it was like. Oh gosh, I should know. Like the Z8, and then there was one other one. Oh, so he did the, like the the big yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. But the Z8 is a huge departure from the E36 in terms of design. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. But I would assume, yeah. So I got lucky on that one. But I I elim- eliminated the Italian names, <laughs> okay. and then Boyer is like, okay, that sounds German, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But so I, I got two for two. I thought the pinky light, like the pinky name is kind of Yeah, weird, that so. one. So I went off the Bork Boyer. Okay. Because the pinky light, I was like, is that a real name? <laughs> it doesn't sound real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. On to the next question. Which car served as an inspiration for the Honda SSM concept that went on to become the S2000? A, Honda Civic. B, Honda NSX. C, Honda RA two seventy two, D Honda CRV. Uh, well, it had to be the NSX. It was the Honda RA two seventy two. Yeah. <laughs> so you are now one for two, which oh, puts me no. in the lead with two for two. Yes, Shoot. it was the RA two seventy two. Serves as inspiration from the Honda SSM concept. I thought that was weird too. I would have totally said NSX too had I not had this. You set me up for that one for (laughs) sure. (laughs) Yeah, and they're only getting harder from here. Actually, I know. I think it gets easier before it gets harder. All right, well, wait till you see my next one. Oh, damn. Okay, okay. (laughs) All right, number three. Who was the E30 M3 designer? A, Klaus Luth. B, Harold Kruger. Or C, uh, I might say this wrong, Wilhelm Hoffmeister. Um, Klaus Luth, Harold Kruger, or Wilhelm Hoffmeister? I'm kind of butchering. Uh, it's C, Wilhelm Hoffmeister. Yes, you got it wrong. No, really? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Klaus Luth. Oh, damn. So now I'm two for three. Klaus Luth. So, okay. So the one that you chose, Hoffmeister, he was a designer from BMW, but he did not design the E30 M3. So, the, God damn. So up until this latest generation, 
all M- all three series and all BMWs came with what was known as the Hofmeister kink. Okay. And it's a kink in the rear window of BMWs. They're not doing it anymore. And because of that, I was like, it's got to be him. And it wasn't. I tricked you. Damn. Okay. <laughs> so now with your chance to tie, okay. come in on a third question. Oh, man. What is the engine displacement of the Honda S2000? 1.5 liters, 1.8 liters, 2 liters, or 2.5 liters? Now, think about it. Give it some thought. Let me know if you need me to repeat the the answers. (laughs) I thought you said this one was going to be hard. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. There's two. So there's the AP1 and the AP2 displacements. Yeah. uh, But you didn't name the AP2 displacement, so I'm going to have to go with 2.0 since that's the AP1 displacement. You got it. As I was reading reading the rest of my questions, I'm like, man, I think unless I get perfect on mine, you're going to win this because – I really only have one other difficult question. So now we are tied. You are two for three. I am two for three. Next question up for you. Okay. I'm. This one might be too easy for you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Name was... the three settings of the E30 M3 rear wing. They have names. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. A, and I'm going to name all three. So there's three choices, but there's three names for each one. Got it. A, Silverstone, Normal, and Le Mans. Okay. B, Coda, Normal, and Red Bull Ring. Okay. Or C, Monza, Normal, and Nürburgring. I feel like you uh, so this one I'm I'm going to admit fully I have to think through my answer. I don't know it right off the bat. But I do feel like it's possible you threw the Nürburgring in there to trick me. But it's also very German of them to do a Nürburgring. I don't know the settings of the wing. That would have been helpful. So, what are they again? Silverstone, Normal, and Le Mans. B, Coda, Normal, and Red Bull Ring. Or C, Monza, Normal, and Nürburgring. So do I go with Austria or do I go with Germany? I'm going to go C. Dang. <laughs> I thought for sure you're gonna choose Lamont. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. That that one, that one's gone, and the Red Bull ring wasn't around, right? So, or at least wasn't known as that. So that's what that's why my choice. And then came Coda, like yeah. yeah, they weren't gonna choose Coda. <laughs> <laughs> Screw those Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now I'm three for four. You're two for three going into your fourth question. Okay. Oh, man. What does the S in S2000 stand for? A, speed. B, sporty. C, special. 
or D, sports? Oof, okay. I really thought this was going to be easier for you. I don't know. But I have to go with sports. Damn! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> almost chose special i thought i thought that's where you were gonna land i i don't don't know why i have a memory of somebody putting like special 2000 on their s2000 yeah and i and they had like the the same font as like the early s600 and the s500 they had like the cursive letter oh yeah 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 and it said special 2000 on it so i i thought maybe there's something i don't know there but i just had to choose sports because it's sports car obviously when you were like oh i was like yes I Why got are we her. so competitive? <laughs> <laughs> Literally I've been know, stressing about this all week. <laughs> stupid podcast game. We're over here like, yes. Oh, we damn. have to win. <laughs> yeah. So we are tied going into the final questions. Ooh, okay. Oh, man. Okay. So now my final question. Okay. This is my favorite one. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. In which year did BMW win Le Mans in an M3? A, 1987, B, 1999, C, 2001, or D, none of the above? Oh, hit me with the none of the above. (laughs) Okay, so E30, E36, or E46. Which one won? Just M3 in general. Right. Ah, uh, okay. So I know the Oh god. Yeah. We need like a background music. We do. We do. <laughs> I and I have the sound too. I should have loaded it up. 87, 99, 2001 or none of the above. Um Oh man, this is so hard. So final question. This is like for me right now it's between the E36 and the E46, which is 299 and 2001. <laughs> I got to feel you out now. Or none of the above. None of the above is a valid answer. It's a possibility. Would you do that to me though? You totally would. Mm, damn. I wonder what the listeners are, are, are thinking right now. Like, yo, you should know this. Somebody probably Google it. Like, come on. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> should have known by now. Oh my god. Okay. Thought you were an M three fan. Yeah, seriously, I should know this. Mm. The problem is, I'm not a fan of the E forty six M three, so I don't know a lot about it. Oh, I thought you were just an M three guy in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am, but that's probably the one that would I would own last, which I know is pissing some people off. But I can hear the ang- anger yeah, comments yeah, in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of like the Le Mans classes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go D, none of the above. Dang it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I oh, knew man. it. They all felt too underpowered. Uh, <laughs> so they've actually never won Le Mans in an M3. Okay, <laughs> I didn't even consider that. <laughs> Trick question. I didn't even consider that. 
<laughs> oh my god you're bringing with like the heartbreaking facts you were like i'm coming to 91 octane who was a fan of bmws <laughs> with the worst fact i could bring up about them they did not win Le Mans. those so bastards. they were really competitive in 1987 yeah but they didn't win Le Mans. oh okay 1999 they won Le Mans, but it wasn't an m3 Oh. It was uh, like a V12. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. damn. Okay, but I got it. But you got but it. But I right. got it. Four out of five. Shoot. Now you're coming into the last question. <sighs> okay. And this is on. probably, this is probably the most unfair question I put on this list, and in my opinion. So. Shoot. <sighs> it's gonna be a pink code, isn't it? I, <laughs> it's not. I might be worse. What was the VIN number of your first no. car? <laughs> If I knew that, that'd be creepy. I actually have it memorized. Really? I do, yeah. Okay. How do we <laughs> prove this? How do we prove this? J H M A P one one four seven Y T zero 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 three nine seven. Okay. Do you have any documentation where we can verify this? Probably not. It was a long time ago. I mean, I believe it. The My way that you rattled it off. First thousand ever. Yeah. Why do you have that memorized? Um, because I I used to be in auto shop and it was when I was in school. Okay. I just bought this car and so every time in auto shop when you work on something you have to write down the VIN number, the license plate number, the year, make, model, and then what's wrong with the car where you're servicing and then oh. yeah. So I would always just make up stuff so I could just play around <laughs> with my car. <laughs> Because of building my E36 during COVID as a race car, mm -hmm. I have my credit card number memorized. What's the credit card but number? But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have the VIN number memorized, but I have you my credit card. Yeah, like you know that moment where you're buying something online yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, my wallet's across the room." I don't have that moment. And the three-digit code. Three-digit code. Everything. Okay. Everything. Everything is memorized. I'm not gonna tell you though. <laughs> um all right final question okay i thought we were gonna get away from the final <laughs> question <laughs> for all the marbles actually just for a tie do you have any extra questions no okay i don't know we gotta we'll do a, a if we tie we'll do a game of rock paper scissors as a, as a tiebreaker one for one you not smoke <laughs> <with> rock paper <laughs> scissors <laughs> All right, all right. One shot. One right. shot. We agree right now. One shot. No two for three. One shot. All right, here we go. How many S2000 units were manufactured worldwide by the end of 2009? A, 50,232. B, 75,128. C, 110,245. Or D, one hundred thirteen thousand eight hundred eighty-nine. Wow. Okay, and this is worldwide. Worldwide to two thousand nine. Wow. Okay, you're hitting me with that. Uh, yeah, I told you. I, I actually felt like, oh man, this one's on the fence. But you brought up you brought out the big guns. So okay, I did. And I did all M3s. I yeah. didn't just do the E36. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I got four. I'm good. That's okay. 90%. All right. So we had basically the lowest number was like, what did you say? 50,000 50,232. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a couple like 72. 75,000. 100 something. 110,000 and 113,000. Oh. Okay. 
So it's probably not the lowest one, like fifty thousand. That's that's really small. I mean, they are expensive now. It can only mean that there's a short supply, right? Or inflation, but or or both. Or I have yeah. an S two thousand for sale. If I can buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow her at Carla Pistotnik Racing on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Well, based on just my multiple choice skills, yeah, yeah. Because at this point, I don't know the answer. Okay. I'm gonna have to go with D. Oh my god! <laughs> and I and I can I like I messed up. I messed Was up. Was it really D? It's really D. <laughs> it's really D. We're tied. And and I no and way. I, I can I guess how you got it? Yeah. So uh A, B, and C were fifty, seventy five, and one ten, meaning they were like clean numbers mm-hmm. and D was one thirteen. Is that how you got it? <laughs> no. No? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Good. Cause I thought I'd give it away that way. How did you get it? So usually with a multiple choice exam, yeah, um, they try to hide the answer with putting it as C. Yeah. So like, there's a higher percentage chance that the answer is C than any other one. But then I figured you probably knew that because you probably kind of BS your way through college too. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so I was like, it doesn't seem right for it to be B because that seems like too small of a number. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and guess with the biggest number. Oh, Because you probably man. thought that I wouldn't think it's the last one. So you yeah. probably thought that I would think it's C. And you hit all the points because mm-hmm. I tried to avoid C for that reason. <laughs> Especially on the late <laughs> questions. So uh-huh. you were right on the money with that. And okay. of course, yeah, 75 just feels like not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. Yeah. So you got it. So we're tied wow. four for five. So we're going into the death match, okay, which well. is rock, paper, scissors is how we're going to end this game. Okay. All right. Uh, all we'll right. Just, just do it up, 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 up over you like and this. Seal the one deal. Sh- one shot. One wonder. shot. That's, that's it. it. One shot. That's it. Oh man. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't like doing rock paper scissors because that's like gives it away. But how do we do this? We just have to do a rock. Paper, I think scissors. we just have to do rock paper okay. scissors. Okay. Okay. Ready? Ready? Okay. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> how oh. do we choose the same one? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Here we go. Okay. Rock paper scissors. Ah! pick scissors she picked rock and that gives you i told you you were gonna get smoked at rock paper scissors bro (laughs) you were right (laughs) you were so how could i be so ignorant (laughs) oh my god you won okay so congratulations carla you are the first champion of the car head-to-head game on 91 octane and honestly thank you for coming on the inaugural new show of 91 (laughs) octane it's been a pleasure having you here Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Yeah, we'll have to do it again because I need a rematch. Okay. Yeah, we're going to need part two. But yeah, we'll have to do it again. There's there's like a whole section of my notes that we didn't get to because we were talking so much about everything else. So I underestimated it. So that just means we have to do this again. So that, that's all it means. <laughs> I blabbed too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> so do I, right? That's why we do this. Right? You do commentate and such, right? Right, so yeah. That's- you're comfortable on a microphone. But anyway, <laughs> that is our episode. You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast follow us on instagram 
at 91octane. If you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. If you want to follow Carla, uh, if you want to support racing, if you want to look at cute, cute dog pictures, <laughs> follow Carla Pistonic Racing on Instagram. Any last words? Uh, again, thank you for having me, John. Thanks yeah. for listening if you've made it this far. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys at the track, and I will definitely see you at the track. Oh, yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Good night. Sammy, you are wrecking the car. Shut up. Sammy, what are you doing, my friend? Shut up. Don't tell me how to drive.